The year was 1489. The Black Plague ravaged the continent. It was the hour of the infamous auto de fe, where for public amusement, heretics and non-believers were tortured and burned in a carnival-like atmosphere. And it was guided by the most fearful specter to ever sit in judgment over good and evil. This is Plausibly Live. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Every now and then, I go through the effort of preparing a show, writing out the show, not verbatim, but the outline, even recording the show and beginning to edit the show. And there's that little scratch in the back of my head that says, this is not what you're really trying to say. It's not, it's not capturing the essence of what you're trying to say. And I had a show prepped, recorded, it's actually edited, it's, it's completely done, but it'll never be released because I found myself uncomfortable with it. You know, what do I mean? The only way to explain this is to kind of talk what what the basis of the idea for the show was. The basis of the idea for the show was an event that happened back in 1562, which I was then going to contrast to events that are happening today. But the more I worked on it, the more what I realized is that I was doing exactly the same thing that I was complaining about. There is a lot of literature out there, if you read it, about the Mayan culture that talks about the fact that we don't know what the Mayans did. We don't know how they lived. We don't know what they were. We don't know We don't know anything about the Mayans in the, in the strictest of senses. We don't have good records. And the, the general excuse is, well, it's pre-Columbian, so they must have been illiterate. They didn't keep good records, blah, 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 blah. Truth is much different than that. The Mayans were quite literate, and they kept extensive records of their history, and particularly of their faith, their theology. Now, again, I don't have to really reiterate to you that Mayan theology apparently involved human sacrifice. That's why they built these big temples, and they worshipped a god that most of you don't worship, or a set of gods that most of you don't worship. And so there came this time in the post-Columbian era when the conquistadors had done their work, but now the Spaniards, Spain particularly, Ferdinand and Isabella and their descendants were obsessed with the idea of not just conquering the New World, but converting the New World, making making the New World Christian, at least in their definition of this. And so into the Yucatan Peninsula was sent a man by the name of Diego de Landa. Diego de Landa was eventually the bishop of Yucatan. He was not initially. 
but his charge was to go to the Yucatan and, quote, convert the Mayan people to Christianity, which, of course, under the Spanish definition of that is um, Roman Catholicism, which maybe you are a member of, maybe you aren't. Diego Dulanda went to the Yucatan, and he began to walk through the Yucatan. I mean, you can't deny that he's a brave man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take that away from him. But as he walked through the Yucatan, we are told, now again, winners write the history books. Who knows if this actually happened or not? We are told that he came across a Mayan human sacrifice in which they were getting ready to sacrifice a child to propitiate whatever deity it was that they felt that that would be appropriate for. And that Diego de Landa was furious about this, and he charged into the middle of this, grabbed the child, rescued the child, and began to verbally berate the Mayans for their idolatry and their paganism, and how this was not to be done. And this one man, Diego de Landa, we are told by the, the history that he tells us that the Mayans were so impressed with his bravery and his his words that they invited him to preach to them. He did, and he began to convert them. But that wasn't good enough for him, because you see something unexpected happened. And what was that? Well, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition, right? I had to throw that in there. Diego de Landa was furious about the fact that the Mayans were practicing human sacrifice. He was furious about the fact that they were not worshiping his version of God, whom he had been charged with preaching to the Mayans in the Yucatan Peninsula. And so he launched what is known as an auto de fe, which is a series of ceremonies, a series of punishments, the most tragic of which is a sentence of death on a heretic who refuses to convert. Now, of course, all of this comes out of the Spanish Inquisition, which was primarily aimed at the Jews to get them out of Spain so that they could take all their money and use their money for funding the New World Exposition, expeditions, including Columbus. This auto de fe that was launched was intended to, well, you know, as usual, convert people upon pain of death to the Catholic, Catholic, sorry, uh, version of Christianity. And insofar as we are told in history, particularly by Diego de Landa, it actually worked. But there were some problems with it. Problem number one was he really wasn't authorized to do an auto de fe or an inquisition. And so he was brought up on charges because he did kill Mayans in the process of this. And because one of the acts that he took on this day, July 12th, 1562, he gathered up every Mayan book he could find, every Mayan statue he could find, every Mayan engraving that he could find, and destroyed them. He wiped out the entire history of the Mayan people, just completely destroyed it. It's on, it's on a par with Theodosius' destruction of the Library of Alexandria. He completely obliterated 
the recorded history of the Mayan people. And so now today we stand around and go, well, know the history of the Mayan people, do we? Well, why don't we? Because Diego de Landa, July 12th of 1562, decided that his mandate to convert the Mayan people to Roman Catholicism was more important than that history, and he destroyed it. Now, in fairness, he did write down as much of it as he could remember, but that book was subsequently lost, and now archaeologists and anthropologists stand around scratching their heads going, we don't know why the Mayans did this. We have no idea. Even though once upon a time, we did know, or at least should have. Diego de Landa was brought up on charges that his auto de fe had gone too far, that he had exceeded his authority. Oddly enough, and to no one's surprise, he was found not guilty. And when the current Bishop of Yucatan died in 1571, he was made the Bishop of Yucatan and continued to his dying days in Mexico to convert indigenous peoples, the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Mexican folks who were there. This story pisses me off. I mean, it, it just does. It's a story that, that angers me. And it, to me as a historian, it's not hard to see the parallels with destruction. It was said of Diego de Landa that he approached this effort to convert the Mayan people with what was called a monomaniacal fervor, which is a great word, monomaniacal. His fervor, his, his, his passion for this was monomaniacal. What does that mean? Monomaniacal means fanatical or obsessed with the one cause or the one idea, to the exclusion of all others. It never occurred to Diego de Landa that, hey, maybe there's some history here that we should hang on to. Maybe there's something here we could learn. Maybe there's something here that we should know. His entire focus, monomaniacally, was focused on the one idea of converting them to his version of Christianity, to the exclusion of all other concerns. And he carried that out, burning people, killing people, forcing them to convert. And then claiming that, well, this is what they wanted, pat me on the back. It doesn't take much to see parallels of monomaniacal fervor in today's world, which is where the original show went. It was all about how people get focused on a sole idea and carry that idea to the very auto de fe of today, which is to force other people to believe what they want to believe. And it just it pissed me off so bad that I, I sat down and recorded that show and had those things to say, and I spelled it out. I mean, I talked about you know, some religious issues, I talked about cultural issues, and, and, and things that should be fairly obvious to everybody at this particular point, but the more I listened to myself saying them, the more I realized that I was just doing the same thing just from the other side. I had become monomaniacal, monomaniacal in my fervor to the point where... I don't know, I wasn't, I don't think I was willing to sacrifice anybody on the fires of the altar, but but it might have sounded that way. It certainly sounded that way to me as I listened to it, and I thought, can't, I can't put this out there. People are going to think I'm batshit crazy, and maybe I am, I don't know. What I do know is that 500 years ago, 400 years ago, I don't even know, I don't do math, sorry. 
All right, I have a calculator. Let's let's figure it out. Uh, da, da, let's see. Today is 2023, right? Uh, da, let's see. Scintillating radio here. 1562. 461 years ago today, Diego de Landa burned the entire history of the Mayan people, and to this day we've never recovered it. That angers me. What angers me even more is that the the reason for doing it was completely, in my opinion, completely wrong. It was to force someone else to believe what he believed. And he was willing to destroy an entire culture, an entire people, their entire way of life, to inflict his will on someone else. And the more I see what happens in our world today, the more I come to the realization that our world today is full of Diego Delandas. Some of them think the same things I think. Some of them think the same things you think. Some of them think things that we disagree with. But damn, does it not seem probable that given the chance, given the opportunity, given the ability to do so, they wouldn't just gather up your entire culture, my entire culture, or uh, we gather up their entire culture and throw it on the fire and burn it? Should we learn something from that? Should we accept that there are lessons for us in that today? I'm not saying that you have to accept or I have to accept something that is an anathema to me or, or offensive to me. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is might not be the right way. There might be a better way than simply burning it all to the ground. To this day, we're still trying to figure out what the Mayans did, how they lived, what their daily lives was like. We had all that information, and Diego Delanda burned it. Instead of punishing him, they rewarded him, made him the bishop, let him go on doing it for the next, I don't know, 30 years or whatever, 20 years, however long, much longer he lived, before he finally passed away. I found myself kind of going Buffalo Alice 314 on myself because the original show, which you will never hear now, is much more fiery, it's much more crude, it's much more blind to the idea that the lesson that needed to be learned here was that we need to consider things, not just burn them to the ground. There was a lot more anger about the fact that your God may not be my God. And that doesn't give you the right to tell me that I'm wrong, or vice versa. I don't have the right to tell you that you're wrong because your God isn't my God. The more I listened to it this morning, the more I edited it, the more I put it together, the more angry I got with myself. And I said, I, I, I can't do that. I can't, I can't allow myself to become Diego Delanda. I can't allow myself to burn other people's ideas and thoughts to the ground just because I'm frustrated by it. Instead of burning libraries, we should be building libraries. Instead of banning books, we should be buying books. Instead of all of those things that Diego de Landa did in the name of his God and in the name of his faith, we should be taking a, a different approach. Maybe there's something I can learn here. Maybe there's something I can see here. Maybe there's something that I need to know here. Maybe there's something I could learn here. 
doesn't mean I have to accept it. doesn't mean I have to join into it. doesn't mean I have to participate in the human sacrifice at the top of the temple. What it means is, is it really my problem? Do I really need to force other people to believe the way that I believe? Or did we not learn any lessons at all from Diego Delanda? Landa?